transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. this record right. on so let's, now let's you're officially it. you're officially stuck you have to podcast now um I'm doing it oh and you know or and you have to listen uh corn dogs <laughs> open your all right okay i know i could have been more cornbread like, orifice exactly that's what i'm saying if you yeah. just if you just you know get that golden crust a little crack You'll find another juicy old heart radio podcast here for you guys. All right. All right. This is officially under further review 15. The council is back in session. Everybody's here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Guys. Hello. Hello. So uh, we have the long awaited, we've talked about it enough. We it, The long awaited. Uh, jazz playlist it's a genre playlist we went with this week um we've kind of dabbled in like some things that we got coming up which is exciting and whatnot we'll hopefully get a new guest on i just have to be uh not a dingus and actually get some communique out there but uh yeah that's that's i we kind of took a little hiatus there guys and i definitely missed the 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 council sessions here mm-hmm. you know what i too. mean I gotta say, in the in the hiatus, I ate a box of about eighteen corn dogs to myself, mm-hmm. and I thought about you guys each time. You no, I've been corn dog. I've been Beautiful eating center. a little bit healthier, and uh, Trader Joe's has a low calorie turkey corn dog that's fantastic Ooh. in the air fryer. Oh my! You can have two of them for three hundred calories. Nice. Air fryer, air fryer oh, is really? a game changer. I have a Ninja Foodie, and that thing. It's like, great, I, isn't it? I use it like basically every day to fuck the oven. Using air fryer. <laughs> Ovens just take so long. Yeah, I've there's learned, like no preheat. Just fucking turn that thing on. I've, I've learned, uh, I, I recently learned that uh, if you drink uh, Chardonnay that's too old and it's gone bad, it actually tastes a lot like mead. Is is that what, is that what you're currently sipping on there? Yeah, it looks like piss. It yeah, does cool. look It does look like Might as well be piss if it's Chardonnay. It's going to be in a little bit. Ugh. That's well, true. Good. Then I'm glad your body's still functioning properly. Yep. <laughs> I got a big old margarita here. That's what uh-huh. I got. I'm sipping on some semi-flat orange uh, lacroix. Good old orange. I, I also have a some passion to crack open later. You know, in case I in case I get a little a uh, little crazy with my some seltzer. orange and some passion. Wake up feeling dangerous. My water. <laughs> That's why I, I like. I always love that. I don't go. I don't go to bars at all these days. But after I quit drinking. Going to bars became a really weird thing, but like the only draw was really like wanting to go see music. And so I always had this weird pull where it's like, I want to go catch the set, but I don't want to be in a bar environment right now. And um, when I started going, I just like, I realized that like, I was just like always the most hydrated person in that fucking room because <laughs> the way I drink, like it's like a, it's like a nervous tick. And that's why I think like drinking was always so easy, but like with, I do it with water too. When I'm at a bar, I'm just sitting there. I'll just like fucking slam down water and I'll piss like every five yeah. minutes and then get more <laughs> water. And I'm just like, damn, okay, I'm doing it, man. Like <laughs> you, you should weird, drink enough, drink enough water so that you have to question whether or not your prostate's okay. 
Yeah, I, sometimes it feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm getting there. I'm pushing the boundaries. All right, I'll get checked. I'm the. I'm gonna be the 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 man who pisses the most. Uh, clear, clear speaking, water. Pee. Speaking of piss, I don't know why we're talking about this. We talked about not getting in the weeds, and here we right. are talking. Here about we are by clarity, by volume, by yeah. I don't know, density. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, viscosity. Really? Yeah. I mean, just frothiness. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one last weed. <laughs> I watch this YouTube channel. I follow this YouTube channel. Technically, Old Heart Radio follows this YouTube channel called Badlands Chugs. I don't know if any of y'all have seen that dude. This is this, is this awesome, super positive dude. He just slams down different beverages out of like giant boots, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, sometimes he chugs uh, thick water. Oh, gross. Uh, what is thick water? Thick, thick water is exactly what it sounds like. It's like a syrupy water. Like, Did you just add like gelatin to it mm -hmm. or something? He doesn't add it. Well, it, it, you can buy it you like can, that. I think for like, like I think it's like stuff like, oh, I don't know exactly what it's for. I mean, I imagine there's some sort of like purpose of like, you know, ingesting it for like elderly mm -hmm. folks, maybe who can't ingest things or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, I don't know, or tubes. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's like, Corn. yeah, it's just like, it's like very viscous, like water. It's like, Ooh. yeah. And, and like, word. I recently watched this. <laughs> I do, I do think it's, a, I like to use it, but it's a weird word. A uh, but I watched word. him slam some of that recently, and that shit is disgusting. And that's exactly what I thought of when you mentioned it. Viscous. That's like anyway. agave water or something. That's how we're going to go out this week. Everybody think of the one not bad word that you hate the most that's how we're going out Ugh. okay not bad word okay i got you i like you guys kiss the, the, the right. one that makes you just like kind of cringe you know yeah anal spokes for me sure <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers no spoilers <laughs> you think right. about it, spokes on a tire yeah so Kicking off the jazz playlist, I want to say there's a variety of different styles of and and uh, let's see eras of jazz on here. We'll call it. Uh, but jumping off, we got uh, I think a Jameson track, if I'm correct, yep, in yep. the wee hours of the morning. Right. So um, I've always been a pretty big Frank Sinatra fan. Um, this is a Frank Sinatra track. Um, that's been redone by, I, I don't know any of these artists, you know, just going through Spotify playlist of different genres of jazz. And this came up and um, the Sinatra versions kind of like the recording I found of it is not real great. And this just sounds a hell of a lot better. And this is kind of the genre I found that I like the most. So I thought this was a, a a good track yeah man i i really like this one it's like i i i like how calm it is and i purposely put this at the beginning of the list just for like the the idea of like you know in the morning yeah. i definitely um actually this morning when i was I, I i when i was walking to work sometimes i try and squeeze that in and um it was like six 30 in the morning nobody's out i'm just like walking it's all dark out i just like i was listening to this list and like put the song on and it just like calmed the mood yeah like it was just like a it was a really nice scene uh but i enjoy it yeah it's like a really subtle song and a subtle cover or not cover but rendition uh caleb what do you think about this track though man so i i definitely noticed like a lot of jameson's picks are kind of like really chill uh 
there's a lot of piano, you know, jazz. Yeah, and... that's what I found. I not to cut you off. That's what I found. I like the best is like piano jazz, and so I don't know if it's actually a genre, but the playlist I found myself attracted to were um, it, it, what they call it, um, dark academic jazz. Mm. Oh, so I know, right? Jazz is somehow, somehow more pretentious than the metal music genre. (laughs) Barely though. (laughs) But I mean, this one, this one was cool. Like it's, it's some really cool, it kind of like, I realized that, oh, this is a Frank Sinatra song, but it feels like they're just improving. Like, like he's just, you know, exploring the keys and the drummer is just like using his brushes and just, it's very brushy snare. There's a lot of that, and it doesn't really pick up until like the end of the song. He kind of goes a little nuts, but um, yeah, it's it just sounds like it's totally off the cuff, but it really works. And you know, I liked all the all the notes, even the ones that oh, that doesn't sound like the right note, but it is the right note, and that is jazz. That is that is the essence of jazz. That's jazz, jazz. Nick, what about Psych you? Jazz. This is my favorite kind of jazz, and I think it probably is for, I don't know, those of us who grew up on Charlie Brown holiday movies or Charlie Brown cartoons in general, but I mean, my first style ever hearing this was in one of those movies, which was Vince Guaraldi. I think we'll, I think he's on this list somewhere else, but I like it. I like the down tempo, soft brushiness that Caleb mentioned. I like the, I like the piano aspects of it piano aspects of it that i like this the front and center stage piano (laughs) (laughs) clarify that um no it was just a really pleasant track to listen to no other notes oh yeah dusty did this soothe uh soothe your Mm -hmm. aching bones i thought it was a charlie brown christmas song at first and i was like oh i like that (laughs) but then i thought i was in the fucking davenport in spokane and it's kept going (laughs) I mean, I like it, but it's just, it's like lobby music to me. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it like does... in a fancy hotel or something. I some, imagine some guys like, just like playing. I people imagine talking could, over him. You could sample a chunk of this and like repeat it on a phone call, like, you know, on a call, <laughs> call waiting line call or waiting, something. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's Snap fine. jazz. Okay. okay. It's not. Okay. It doesn't offend me. Fair so. enough. Uh, well, what about the next track, "Pennies from Heaven"? That's yeah, so, uh, uh, it's Caleb, right? Yeah, that was me. Um, so uh, when we were talking about putting the the jazz playlist together, like you know, finalizing, all right, we're going to do it, start making it. Um, I was watching Elf, and this song's an Elf. He's running around town. <laughs> That's where I, I yeah. recognize it. I I watched Elf for the in completion for the first time this this the holiday season. Congratulations! And, thank you. Thank Is you. Is this when they're on the date? Is this I think the song so. plays when they're on a date? I think so. It's a montage. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, it's kind of, I, I noticed like, you know, there's so many different, you know, sub-genres of jazz and different little branches that it took. And some of them are kind of like that, uh, maybe like um, swing kind of big band vibe, I guess. Where it's mm. like, it's jazz, um, but, you know, it's it's a little extra. And all the scatting and the, you know, the just kind of dude silly New Yorker happy lyrics are 
Like, I, I couldn't understand what he was saying. I read the lyrics. I'm like, oh, he's saying words, really, though. I fucking love it, dude. There's a part where he's like, I think he says, like, who you, or what are you doing or something like that. But he goes like, what are you doing? What are you? It's like the way he says it. Like, it's just like such a wild cadence. I was trying to sit, like practice it this morning. People yeah. thought, people walking by the empty cafe probably thought I was fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just like, dude, I love like his voice is epic, man. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah. And the, the, the call and like response with him and the saxophone is really cool. Yeah, it's just it's just fun. Yeah. I do yeah, like when the when the drums really kick in there, like I love I love the dynamic, like that that like rhythm that it, it gives you, and then the, just the sax laying over the top of it. Like, I don't know. It's a good set. It's a good piece, man. Um yeah, Dusty, how'd you feel about this one though? Oh, like it, I put this in the the rom com jazz portion oh, oh rom-com jazz <laughs> I, yeah, okay, I feel like yeah. i feel like this is belongs in a tom hanks movie or you probably maybe, has been a few times maybe one of those jack nicholson like early 2000 rom-coms he did <laughs> but, but i like uh, it as good as it gets is that yeah. one of them yeah, oh yeah as good as it gets it's classic <laughs> uh i consider that a great your movie honestly teachers out teachers Anyway, weeds. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Um, I, I I mean I like that type of jazz. I mean again, I'm not offended by this, and it it kind of makes you happy. It it's so upbeat, man. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking upbeat. It's hard to like not be positive about this song. I feel mm-hmm. like, but I kind of I kind of have a feeling. Just sorry to interject, oh, but I kind of have a feeling that out of everyone involved in the jazz playlist that. Um, I think Jameson was reticent at first, probably, but maybe kind of came around to it. But I sort of feel like Dusty, you're the you're the wild card here. Like you might be uh, the hateful one on the jazz playlist. He is. Dude. I got the gavel ready. Like anytime he's up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I think this. So I found something out. Like I think this is my favorite playlist that we've put together and actually listened to. It's oh, been my favorite, but okay. it. Uh, I had to be in the right fucking mood to listen to this because in the morning it was great. And then last night we were driving somewhere um, and I put this on and I, it just immediately made me fucking furious. Like I did not (laughs) want anything to do with this playlist. I hated it. So just had to be in the right, right fucking frame of mind, I guess. Well, did this, did this track hit? Yeah, I think this, this is in, maybe one of my top songs on the list i like this one a lot did anyone else realize this is a uh, king louie from the jungle book i was gonna mention yeah, yeah dude yeah. that I, that's you yeah you can hear it man so <laughs> legit know that yeah um the king louie song he, in jungle book is one of my f- it's it's arguably my favorite he was the or- orangutan right? yeah the yeah. Yeah, yeah the king orangutan you wanna be a man man cub Stroll yeah. right into town. <laughs> it's a good song <laughs> by any standards. I agree. Uh, Nick, how'd you feel about this track? So this this track is kind of a perfect storm for me to dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, We're all like over here, like, how can anybody hate this song? <laughs> it's wonderful. All right, for starters, I don't like vocals and jazz. It's, oh. it's just not something I've ever enjoyed. Sorry, I don't. Louis. Yeah, I, he has he has other he has other talents. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, what else though? What else? It, so I, that's I, your George Clooney. But where's Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. What? 
Perfect, perfect storm. This is the perfect storm reference. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the movie. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Oh. Wasn't Donnie in that one, too? Or am I, I imagining that? No, I, I hope so. I, <laughs> the, you should probably do a movie podcast on the side sometime. Well, right. That means yeah. you guys so have to go not, on to matinee edition with me and Lucas sometime. Yeah. So it's not it's not two elements that makes me dislike this song. It's three. Oh, uh, okay. The sec the second is that it is in like a lot of TikTok videos that I've seen lately, or TikTok videos that I've seen posted elsewhere on the internet, and it's just so fucking frequent. It just stops on the shooby dooby part. So anytime I hear that, I have a visceral gut like anger reaction to it. So yeah, anything that's going to be in a TikTok trend, I'm going to be pretty fucking sick of. Damn you, TikTok! I hear it. Ruining yeah, another thing. Really TikTok. is. Uh, third, uh, scat, scat singing. Scat play. Lame. Yeah, it's it's fucking what? lame. What was that? <laughs> What's wrong with scat play? Scat Thanks. singing, scat play is lame. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. There's not enough Lacroix I can drink to to battle that fucking statement. That, I have I. Opinions are opinions, sir. I'll no, give no, you. No, 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 no. We what? listen. Like it, I know everybody says, like we got to be open and just like accepting and not judge people. But there, we have to draw the line, fucking somewhere, and be like, no, that's I'm, mental illness. I'm it's just stupid. I don't kink shit. Like, what the what the fuck is that? I'm not talking about scamming. Stupid. Listen to the like the rhythms that the dude lays down with his vocals. Like it's that's the wildest thing. Like right. to find so, yourself like so far like in a weird direction. I don't know, man. Anyway, I, 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 I've had to come up with a theory as to why I as to why I don't like it. And um, so the so jazz is such like an improvisational style of music. Like so, it makes sense that if you have a vocalist, they need a method to improv. Like to, to make things up or do runs on their own or just make stuff up just as they're feeling the music. And in my opinion, I don't think you can find a better way to do that than scat. But scat's also just so fucking lame. <laughs> it's just dumb. Is it as lame <laughs> as FDR's legs? Yeah. Ooh. More so. He could walk once. That's true. Dang. Scat never had a leg to stand on. Right. God damn! When you guys all become dads, like the dad jokes is just going to be next level. It's going to be unparalleled. If you ever gonna... make that decision, there will that just be... needs to be a podcast someday. I just... love I love dad jokes. As, Me too. As a single white male, <laughs> how can you not? I, I saw... don't need progeny to appreciate them. I saw like a little video clip of like the ultimate dad doing a dad joke, and it was like a guy. Like it was like a, a dad running up to like a referee or something like that, yeah. and it said like you know poke him or whatever. I don't know. Oh, it said yeah. he had a press sweater for like press. Yeah. That's what it was. And he runs up it. and just like presses him. He runs like three or four bleachers down <laughs> and fucking like does it in front of everybody. Like so yeah. proud of himself for his fucking joke. <laughs> I like, love that. It. That's epic. <laughs> I've got a pair of white air. Monarchs, Nike Air Monarchs. They're like one of the Dang. most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. Damn. It's only a matter of time until we all get our New Balance. Oh, I man, I new love balance, New Balance. Bro. I need you to get some new ones. You got to get some pure white ones, and then the minute you get them, you got to go mow the lawn. Oh, dude, that's why I that got the fresh grass stain. Yeah, that's how my, my uh, Air Monarchs are. It's Pete Carroll special. Just white <laughs> Nike Air Monarchs. <laughs> 
I mean, Chuck Taylor's are a young man's <laughs> game. We have to, we just have to face it. It's true, man. It squeezes your toes together. Uh, in the in the winter, it's your toes get frozen, man. That's My feet are too fat for Converse's. That thin canvas has no insulation on it. No, never it owned not. a pair of of Chucks. My feet were always. I was too always a, a Vans guy. I I still rock the Vans, but. Like uh, I, it's intermittent with my new bounce. My new, I wear my new bounce mostly when I know I'm going to try and walk to work or when my back already hurts. So, <laughs> so I think there's like there's like New Balance dads, but then there's another type of dad who wear who just wear Keens. And I'm a big proponent of Keens, but that's another type of dad shoe a lot of people don't talk yeah. about. The fuck is uh, it? Got him on right a now. Hippie dad, fucking yeah. loser. No outdoursy dad. Where's your get granola? A fucking, granola. Get a fucking job, West. hippie. Pacific Northwest expensive, dabs, right? All right. Let's Pacific see. Northwest dabs all have right, jobs. They right, worked at Boeing right. and Microsoft at the same Weeds. time. <laughs> Guys, Speaking of dads, I'm cutting this off because we got a bu- so we far. We got a we bud, go. We got a Bud Shank song to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we haven't seen each other in a while. We're gonna get distracted. I'm sorry, uh, uh, <laughs> Dusty. You you bless us with this little gem. This the uh, what what was the full title? Uh, whatever fluted, fluted columns. columns. <laughs> yeah. So where do where did you peep this uh, this very flute forward track? I don't, I don't know jazz. So oh, first really? thing I think of when I think of jazz is think of Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I think of jazz. Flute. I knew it. <laughs> and I tried to see if there was just any straight Ron Burgundy jazz flute songs. There wasn't. So it took me to. A Ron Burgundy like inspired playlist, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, this is this is an upbeat jazz flute song, and so like, yeah, gotta have it, dude." And so it, it ain't bad, we, man. <laughs> we can't have a jazz playlist without some jazz flute. I did enjoy that you also managed to find one about California. <laughs> we still go, haven't gone go to my right California your, playlist. Yeah, that, that can go right onto the California playlist. <laughs> yeah, dude this 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 track is just. It's 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 interesting. Like you almost, I, I liked it. Uh, there's there's very few tracks. I like only a couple tracks on this playlist. I think I didn't like honestly, but like this this one I, I dug. But it's like so interesting because I never listened to flute forward songs, and so like you you have moments where like it transitions from like the flute kind of soloing or leading to like the piano leading and it's like it was a like really like weird i had these moments of like oh they transit like it's oh that's a piano now <laughs> like, my ears were doing like weird adjustments during all this mm-hmm. fucking this entire track but i i mean i honestly didn't mind it i knew it was had something to do with ron burgundy though dude i was like <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> uh james how'd you feel about this track about, well, about the, the flute uh you're not going to have to eat cat poop for putting this one on there it's <laughs> quite good um it's <laughs> kind of silly though but i i liked it it was good yeah it is a silly one caleb i mean as the as the kids would say this song fucks it's good um i once attempted for an evening to play the flute because a friend of mine was a, a flautist i think that's the term um and she was describing it to me and i was like you know she had a flute and i tried it out and that shit is fucking hard um mm-hmm. so to be able to do this is it's it's fucking wild you know respect um that aside it's just a fun song it's very upbeat and it just kind of it's a toe tapper you know i it's was listening chaotic. to chaotic 
Um, I was listening to it when I was um, making an update in the on the porcelain throne, and I was just tapping my <laughs> oh. foot, having a good time, <laughs> bopping along. Yeah, Nick, what did, were you bopping with this flute track on? No, <laughs> I can't believe update just made it onto the pod. <laughs> Took long enough. <laughs> we'll explain that one another day. Well, hold on. Why don't we explain it now? No, no weeds. No, no weeds. Okay, fine. Talk about the flute. <laughs> Talk about the flute, damn it! Okay, the flute. I, I immediately, the, I, I immediately planned on making some kind of Ron Burgundy joke the second I heard this song. Uh, to be honest, it was extremely annoying, like for the first <laughs> half of it, and then right about at that halfway mark, I like suddenly got it. Like the the tempo of my brain just like snapped into that little skip and hop of this song. It was just so, like, it was just frustratingly happy to the point where it forced me to be a little happier to listen to it and I appreciate that out of a song which is a song I would have skipped if I hadn't been assigned to listen to it (laughs) I'm glad I didn't because like I'm listening to it again now and I'm I'm enjoying the whole thing it's great good job bud shank hell yeah uh all right man well you you picked out the next track too so uh where'd you find jump and jive by cab calloway I, so I intended this to be a bonus. I totally forgot that it was going to wind up this far, so I won't spend too much longer on it. Oh, but uh, this was a royalty-free song that I found on the internet a long time ago and put into a video of Caleb sh- blasting a thing of Old Spice out of the sky <laughs> and then looking into the camera with a pipe in his mouth, like an old-timey smoking pipe. And, and say, what does he say? Fuck Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim yep that's the only line cab calloway's in that there's he shoots like what is clearly like a fucking springfield xd modeled plastic toy gun with the old <laughs> cap sawed off yep and, and it makes a tie fighter blaster sound instead of any other pistol <laughs> i deliberately chose it to be the tie fighter blaster sound so it just because it has that just piercing shriek to it, I wanted to be as abrasive as possible. We were bored. We were Thank very tie fighter. What did you guys think of that awful chasing in the book Boba Fett? This oh, week? thank oh, you. Hold for- on, hold on, hold on. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't. Oh. Seen- yeah, me neither. No, 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 no spoilers. You're not going to ruin anything, but there's a chase scene. That's all oh, we'll okay. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was <laughs> slow. Saying. It was stupid, and it just like it. it I don't know. Oh, like the oh, cyberpunk but- fucking. Yeah. kids. I, I, I want to like that like series more, but like they're, I feel like it's like I'm going to watch it, but I kind of feel like they're doing a bit of a disservice to my favorite character. Uh, it I, depends on the director of the episode because the second episode with the yeah, train heist was fantastic. Was really good. Yeah. The second that episode, episode was, was uh, who is it? Steph Green, I believe. But um, Rich Rich Rodriguez, I think, did the Robert first and the, Robert, but it, but the first yeah, and the third. It felt slow and clunky. He also yeah. did the one episode of The Mandalorian yeah. that, that felt off. However, I've never felt that like off feeling watch, watching any of his other stuff, except maybe Spy Kids. That was just fucking weird. But uh, yeah. like Robert Rodriguez has a very particular style that a lot of people very like, and I just don't necessarily know if it applies to Star Wars. We can we can talk about it later. We're, we're we can watch it, Jared. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, fair enough. That's that's on me. Um, Anyway, yeah, okay. So this this track is just like a like you were saying. I feel like it's just kind of like a nostalgic nod for most of us. I, I mean, I don't mind the whole track though. Like it definitely has like a groove to it. Just I'll just say that. But just really quick, Dusty, how'd you feel about it? 
Reminds me of a lot of. It's just old timey music. Um, Reminds me of. I don't know if you guys watched the the Watchmen series on HBO a couple years ago. Totes. Um, There was one episode where it was like a flashback to, um, you know, the main black guy, the older black man when he was a vigilante. Remind me of that that whole scene or that whole episode just that that time frame what is that like probably the 50s 60s somewhere in there probably 50s maybe yeah. 40s. maybe 40s i don't know but yeah it's fine i like the guy's zoot suit he's got on so nope. caleb does this hold up for you did it still make you hate old spice yeah i i'm i'm not a big fan of that smell and that's what inspired that uh <laughs> that video and uh, like at, at the time, there <laughs> <laughs> you go. Thank you. Not for the sound, but, uh, yeah, like it just, me and Rex were listening to Cap Calloway quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I was going to bring, that's what I was going to say. I remember Rex being obsessed mm-hmm. with Cab Calloway for a little while. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to one of my uh-huh. picks from him. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's like, it's just a fun song. Um, I'm, I get why Nick picked it because it was from that, you know, that video in that time. But it, like again, like you just were saying, Nick, you don't like scat vocals, and this is just chock full of it. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's kind of hard to make a jazz playlist and not put, you know, I, I feel like Cab Calloway again, kind of that big band uh, swing style of jazz. But he's he's one of the OGs of that, and it's some fun shit. Fucking okay, hell, Jameson. So you're saying. Uh... You were you were obviously familiar with this track, but you're familiar with Cab Calloway anyway. So yeah. did you like this whole track? Yeah, like as a whole, it's good. And that's yeah. all I'll say. That's all I'll <laughs> to keep say things moving, it. it's good. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, this well, one was uh, not intended to be a full dis- discussion one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, the next track is one of my play uh, picks. It's uh, "All the Things That You Are" by Dizzy Gillespie. Um, this this track's just fucking smooth in in in, in this like really kind of beautiful way if you ask me. Uh, to be honest, it, it is a track. Uh, the sappier side of me like connects this track directly to Nadine, my fiance. Um, and so Aww. sometimes, you <laughs> So sometimes it's nice to like, yeah, you know, again be like, you know, walking to work or something, and you know, this pops on. You can have the that kind of warmth in your fucking mind. So. Or in between your ears, at least. Some. What'd you guys think of it, though, uh, Jameson? How'd you feel about this track? Yeah, this one I, I like quite a bit. I found in my search, I'm not particularly fond of most trumpet jazz. I think a lot of the time for me, it's just too ADD and they go crazy and it's just so forward. But this one, uh, it was <coughs> like. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> he, uh, like, it was still trumpet forward without being crazy, and it just fit the whole tone of the song. I, I liked it a lot. Nice. Nick, what about you? How'd you, how'd you feel about this Dizzy Gillespie track? I actually really liked it. It had a it had a real smooth vibe to it, like Indiana Jones' Mystery of the Blues smooth. Dude. You know but, uh, it, man. You know it. I don't know. This one, this one had just such a good vibe to it, and then like when the trumpet cuts out, you can kind of hear that it's almost has it almost has like this ragtimey feel to it. Um, I don't know. It was this was a good track. Felt good to listen to. I liked it. Yeah, 
I will. Sh- I'm just gonna say I still have a copy of that uh, episode on VHS. Did you get it from the library? <laughs> oh yeah, I did. That's how I. That's that's <laughs> how I got it. <laughs> that I'm not whole series was better to, than I'm, Temple I'm of Doom. studying to be a librarian, but. You know, you the, library the library may have had a sordid past at one point in time. It's it's your way of giving back. Yeah, know, exactly. Right I'll let them, I'll, I'll, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, how'd you feel about this track, man? Um, so I think when I first started listening to this playlist, this was the first one that was coming up before it got shuffled. Mm. And like I was listening to the in the shower and like the the intro, like the piano has kind of got like a spooky like like nick was saying it's kind of spooky like it's it's i don't know very minor but then all the trumpets and the um, other horned instruments come in and kind of smooth it out and i don't know perk it up like in the vibe and um it's it's really cool like just the the dichotomy of those things happening and the the kind of walking bass and the the really interesting um phrasing that all the horns are doing is is it's honestly i think it's too short it's only like three minutes long i wanted it, more it does I feel like it could be extended honestly yeah it's really good dusty how'd you feel about it man i don't know it was just lobby jazz to me <laughs> <laughs> i think or we're not. gonna hear that a few it's, times it's it's fine i mean it's obviously i don't have a huge taste for jazz so to me, it's like wine, where all wine tastes exact fucking same. So <laughs> I just lack palate for it. You heard so. it here first. There's um, a sommelier listening in the in a. He, there's a sommelier corn dog right now. He's gonna take a fucking bath with a, a toaster pretty soon because of this. <laughs> Don't do it. Throw it in with the white rabbit peaks. <laughs> wine tastes different from other wine. I swear. Your palate is too valuable for us to lose you. Oh man! Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. All I have to say about that. All right, uh, Jameson. It's another track by you up next, which is is a really solid pick. Um, if you ask me, I was thinking about I was thinking about putting this one on there too. Uh, Blue and Green, which features John Coltrane and Miles Davis, uh, and Bill Evans, combo. and Bill Evans. Excuse me, Bill. <laughs> so right. yeah. I know him. his ghost is listening, or if he's still alive. He's probably not alive. Anyway, uh, where'd this come come from, Jameson? So I've been a fan of Coltrane for quite some time. You know, once you start getting into vinyl, I feel like you have to have some jazz if you're going to really dig into vinyl a bit. So I have a a couple Coltrane albums. So I've been a fan of him. And so I wanted to find something from him to put in. And seeing this, having miles davis and bill evans who are kind of like a lot of people would say like the masters of their specific instrument miles with the trumpet john with the sax and bill with the piano is like you just kind of it's like putting all the rock gods in one song so you just gotta had to throw this one in there that's a good way of looking at it man yeah this this song is just so so fucking smooth man that's a word we'll probably all use a lot this evening but it's it's just so fucking true it's it's so buttery at parts uh you guys mentioned brush the brushes on the drums in in a previous song like the way that like that subtlety comes through at times with it you know with the rhythm and this track is fucking awesome uh 
yeah I, I just i love this song like i can listen to this song any any day every day probably personally but dusty how about you um, my friend are you is, in love this is this? this is fancy restaurant jazz oh. so, <laughs> um i feel like i'm like red lobster is that what we're talking about i'm uh, we're talking olive garden here oh, so, that never ending possible <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no it's like uh it's like Man, i'm at fucking olive gardens uh, look pretty nice on the inside you swine herd <laughs> no uh it's like i'm in fucking visconis or something like that like <laughs> only people from wenatchee will get it but it's good <laughs> Uh, there's this really fancy restaurant in the Marcus Whitman in Walla Walla that I paid like $70 for a steak once in and reminds me of that. But I was mean, it a good steak? So that means it was really good. good. And yeah, it came with this really fun. good truffle macaroni and cheese as well. Ooh. So, but I bet it was yeah. smooth. Oh, like yeah. this song. I mean, this is smooth, but yeah, I'm like, all right, where's the bread? Are we getting more bread now? Or <laughs> oh, my breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this analogy oh, for this song developed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see all that. Or like, if you're thinking about it in terms of pasta or food mm-hmm. or steak. Do yeah. I get the tour of Italy, or is that just too much food? I really want chicken parmesan <laughs> and fettuccine alfredo and lasagna and lasagna and a little spaghetti. And fuck it, throw the zuppa in there as well. Yep, I'll get, the, I'll get the soup because I'm definitely going to be eating some of your salad. <laughs> this is like this is like goal. an advanced level of descriptive imagery that I've never heard just like spoken as a music review before. <laughs> <laughs> Making me yeah. hungry. This is elaborate. <laughs> Caleb, did, Caleb, did you uh, did you order as much uh, when you were listening to this song? Um, no, uh, <laughs> no. Um, I really like this song. Um, I've Okay, I so mean, I've heard this. Uh, yeah, I just I can't I can't handle that much Italian food. My heritage comes from the North Atlantic, and all that rich food tends to cause some problems. Um, um, <laughs> but but any alcohol, any alcohol, fine, fine. Yeah, for the body. Yeah, from that. <laughs> oh, I can't do a hangover anymore. I'm old. But, so, so you no. actually kind of like this track, though? Oh yeah. Speaking of hangovers, um, so I've heard the song before. Um, and what it always reminds me of is um, hanging out with my girlfriend's stepdad and drinking like his fancy scotch with him and we listen to this and we're just bullshitting about music and you know it just kind of reminds me of lounging in a comfy chair and sipping on a drink and just you know vibing out and it's like, it's like it's like the the lady at my field trip said if if peeing your pants is cool then i'm miles davis I don't know what that then consider me Miles Davis. Other than it's Miles Davis. But yeah, it's it's really good. I like this one a lot. And it's the right amount of time. It's like six minutes. And it's like, yeah, that's I needed that. It's good. I needed that six minutes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nick, how'd you feel? This is about noir jazz. Oof. This is this is dark. It's thoughtful. It's solid. No, not that. Um, sultry. No. Yeah. Like sultry. I said, it sultry. it's it it's dark academic jazz. It's, it's ah. thinking music. This is also dark academic academic jazz. That's it was on the list. Stinking heck, man! <laughs> I didn't even realize. That. I want to go to the dark academy. I mean, send I, me that link. Man. I've, I'm feeling smarter knowing some that the like, some of these are academic. I'm gonna you apply know? to go to the dark academy. <laughs> 
get a bachelor's degree in necromancy. Good. <laughs> uh, not to get in the weeds too far again, but I just started playing Skyrim for the first time. Really. Oh, but the first fun. time? Yeah. Oh well, my god. Come. I, you I, lucky man. I just never really play these games very much, so I've been chipping away at it. I created a character named Aragoth. Uh, oh. He's he's a big uh, red guard who wields a steel great sword and just fucking chops down anything nice. in front of him. Nice. <laughs> uh, so are you not? Are you going to join the Stormcloaks? Oh, no, I actually just stole a horse from the Stormcloaks. I basically treat the game like Grand Theft Auto. Like, like I get on there and fuck around for a while, like mm-hmm. fucking with things. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go wander off into the mountains and auto save. I'm done for the night. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you have that. You definitely, you know, strike me as the type with that chaotic neutral kind of energy. And I respect that. Yeah, I'm not doing anything bad to anybody, really, unless they come you, at me. And then I chop them you, the fuck down. But yeah, like, you, you know... <laughs> You might take someone's life. You might steal their wife. Yeah, or mm-hmm. or I'll pickpocket you and take your gemstones or whatever. You know, I just <laughs> anyway. I, don't know where that came from. I just knew I had to tell you guys. Um, all right, uh, who's got the next track? Who who picked up Chloe? That was me. It was a Caleb track. I like this track, man. So you, uh, where'd you find this 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 song by Joe Pass? So um, I remember when I was uh, maybe 13 or 14, I had this like book. It was like famous guitarists and like their styles and, you know, I had tabs and you could learn different things. And one that always really stuck out to me because it was so far beyond my capacity and still is to play um, was Joe Pass. And he's just this sweet, you know, you know, uh, late, he's gone now, old man who I watch videos of him on YouTube and like, so it's really easy. You just play this little thing and he do this wild fucking thing. Like, yeah, that's how you do it. And I'm like, I'm like, God damn it, Joe. Like you're so good and you just make it look so easy and you're so humble about it. But as someone who's been trying to learn jazz guitar recently, um, this, you know, I've been kind of revisiting this stuff and it's just nice. And there's just the right amount of wrong notes. And I don't know, it's lovely. And it reminds me, so for me, um, my love of jazz started with the Weather Channel because I'd get up early in the morning and I'd look <laughs> at the weather and I would listen to the jazz on the Weather Channel and Joe Dude, Pass I'm, reminds me of that. I remember that vibe, man. Yeah. <laughs> so That's yeah, cool. Joe Pass is awesome. I, yeah, like I said, I really dug this track. There's there's very, you know, very few I have negative things to say about. This, this track was just smooth again. It was just nice, I, pleasant. Like I never really think about guitar when i think about jazz so sometimes it's kind of nice to like be reminded you know of a different element you know i i'm, I'm so connected with like horns when it comes to jazz and then like rhythm when it, like the rhythm section and when it comes to jazz but yeah like i said this was kind of just like a pleasant surprise to follow along uh jameson how'd you feel yeah I, the guitar work is just super impressive it's great um I knew that this had to either be Nick or Caleb, so, I, but it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I don't think it's like top of my list, but it's just another, <clears throat> another piece of the spectrum to jazz that we hadn't seen in this playlist yet. So it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Dusty, tell me true. Mm, I mean, I like, I like the jazz guitar part of it. Um, kind of reminds me of Eric Johnson. I don't know if you remember that, that. Yeah, he's a really good guitar player. Um, I don't know. It was, he had a song on a guitar hero called Cliffs of Dover. 
yeah. very technical. Oh, I um, but yeah, he, he's I he's really he's a really good guitar player. But virtuoso, if you will. It's <laughs> it's still just jazz to me. I mean, <laughs> it's all jazz to Dusty. <laughs> it kind of meshed together with the previous song, where I just thought the song that I was listening to was like. 20 minutes long or something like that <laughs> totally different mood change yeah well i mean that's jazz you can be chaotic and change it up Fair. that's all i'll say about that nick how about you man uh I'm, I'm with caleb on the not understanding jazz guitar at all like this this was so cool to listen to and i wish that i could think to play notes in the way that joe pass plays notes I, I can't. I don't know what he's doing. I don't understand the decisions he makes. I don't. I don't know how he does anything. Like it's incomprehensible to me. And I've been playing guitar for like twenty years now. Fucking. Oh my god. Twenty years. <laughs> I thought about. I thought about going down that other, road too. I thought about the other day when someone asked like how long I played guitar. I'm like, oh shit, I'm old. <laughs> Started playing like when I was like what seventh grade or something. Yeah. You're like, God. I know. I was, I was telling. I was telling Nick the other day, like, and I um, still suck. So. Like, I, I, I just got to the point where I can kind of sweep four strings, and I have fucking gray hair. And if I, had, if I had known that when I was like thirteen, I don't know, I would have, I would have just locked, quit. I would have locked myself in a woodshed. You know, currently I can't sweep four strings. You, I, I can, fuck I can you, do, you can. I can sweep five, and I can sweep three. I, I don't have a single pattern that I've ever done on only four, on specifically four strings. Just, just do a descending like chromatic, you know. <laughs> well, no. Just do it like this. You do, you do that. You yeah. do Joe Pass. <laughs> just do this. It's easy. You do, yeah, you just do that, do motherfucker. Ah! Joe Pass over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So this comes to the, the probably the head scratcher of the playlist, uh, which I'm. It's, I think we all know obvious. who this came from. <laughs> but we got explain yourself. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. There you have your answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, you said it's a jazz playlist, so you can't have a jazz playlist without DJ Jazzy Jeff on it. So. You can't. What better, what better song than to put the Fresh Prince of Bel Air on there? It is. It, it's it's one of those songs. Like I guess honestly, I never hate the song. You have it's, to listen to the whole intro. No, you so, got it. You that's how I am with the. So I am with Peacemaker now. I have to watch that intro every time I see it. <laughs> yep, I haven't skipped it yet. <laughs> no, I don't think we have either. Uh, yeah, I mean this track's just fun as fuck. It, it always is. Yeah. Clearly, it's a different. It's it it it's a different genre, but it nods to the jazz. It's got bass in it, so jazz has bass <laughs> and drums. Where's the improvisation? Where's, it is such a well orchestrated. The whole rap was improv. Will Smith yeah. made it up on the spot. It was oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. He did. Yeah, he did That's that a at a, a rap battle. <laughs> That was, oh he was doing the he was rap battling Eminem and that was yeah. that's what he came back with. <laughs> Mom Eminem was like spaghetti spaghetti and he was like all right, Joe Jazzy Jeff flip that fucking shit. <laughs> uh, need we say more about this track? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> so where does that take us? That takes us to a Nick pick. Uh, what is this? Agua? Agua. Agua. Ah. It means water in Spanish. <laughs> 
by oh that's a, what it i have had it before you've had agua <laughs> yeah yeah it's good you can only get agua at a mexican restaurant no maybe i haven't had it i usually order coke when i'm there same that's true yeah Anyways. it's better down in mexico <laughs> anyway <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, again dude this this track is fucking nice man it like i studied harder to this playlist than i did with any other playlist we've made so far and this track included <laughs> man <laughs> like, did you relax slash study to this one i fucking lo-fi beat a little bit i fucking did did uh <laughs> so yeah where'd you pull this one from though so this one is a guitarist that I actually discovered on Instagram. His name's Kazuki Isogai. Um, he's a Japanese dude who plays jazz guitar. Uh, a, he, he plays a lot of like the old timey styles of, of, of guitar. So it's um, he, he applies that kind of in a, in a little bit more of a modern application to it. And I thought this was a great application of his style because he's totally playing jazz style guitar, but it's set over like a modern like lo-fi beat and he's got a couple other like fantastic uh musicians on here and that's something i wanted to do was kind of highlight a couple instruments i really liked i wanted to do a guitarist caleb stole joe pass um (laughs) so i went with this guy because i was like fuck it let's get let's get weird with it taking a jazz outsider approach here if you don't listen to jazz my shit's gonna be the stuff that you're like oh that's jazz okay yeah that's what i was gonna say to it if another (laughs) nod to billy madison if this is jazz, then I'm Miles Davis. Yeah. <laughs> I might yeah. back you up on that. But um, I don't know. I thought it was fun. I think the least jazzy part about it was the rhythm of it because it didn't really have a traditional jazz rhythm. But I mean, jazz did eventually progress into hip hop, which is what this is. So why not? It all has the same roots. Yeah, well, I think, and we see this with other tracks on here. Like I was thinking about this really hard before recording this. Like uh we we see like some jazz tracks on here but we see a lot of tracks that have elements of jazz true you know what i mean and and that's something that can be like spoken to like the fact that jazz was such a formational thing for people for so long especially probably learning uh how to play instruments and then branching off into like learning different genres um that like i mean i think that's inevitable that you're kind of right like i think when looking for jazz stuff like it's like the ghost note song i put on the end not that we're gonna really like i don't want to talk about it but like it's a good track and if you're checking out the playlist caleb's got more piss wine (laughs) (laughs) uh you know like you'll find that like there's like funk heavy songs that have like jazz elements there's all sorts of songs that have jazz elements and i think the lo-fi kind of like background beat that that's attached to the song really works with like what's happening otherwise in in the song you know but anyway that's just uh long-winded uh dusty how'd you feel about this track i was like is this considered jazz i mean because it's i mean that we're jazz and i mean that's that would be what i prefer more guitar bass and all that so it's I fine think, i thought you would really hate this gil because it's like electronic and jazz no nah, nah, it's fine it's it was a nice change up from the past four songs that all blend together <laughs> so <laughs> caleb how about you man so yeah i kind of had like you know my initial thought was like wait is do we call this jazz and like kind of the same thing with the last track it's like this is not jazz but to you know what we just were saying like j- 
jazz influenced so much different stuff and i'm guilty of it too because of one of the tracks that i put in here that you might argue isn't jazz but it yeah it, it's such a formative um genre genre of music um and it's just good to see that it may not be like uh, in every circle it's not like still like surviving the way it used to um it's still around and oh, yeah. um i don't know it's still serving that same purpose of like something smooth something relaxing something that might help you focus or you know just chill out and no it's it's really good and i mean uh i can't kazuki isogai i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing it but that guy's yes. really good yes. it's it's really tasteful um it's really pretty i like his use of the whammy bar just subtly it's pretty i, I dig whammy. it hell yeah and uh, i apologize jameson do we get your thoughts already no not really but i i think you guys have all pretty much summed it up real well it's just good like down tempo chill vibes it was another good one yeah haven't really found anything disagreeable so far hell yeah <clears throat> okay um uh the next one is another one of my picks uh it's a john coltrane uh track uh this this this, this song is a, is interesting it's it's this song has a fucking mood mm-hmm. and um it's called Alabama. Uh, there, there's this. I, I watched this documentary and then you know years ago and kind of followed it up. And uh, yeah, I guess there's like this really you know it's it's pretty much uh, just said uh, and believe that this like Coltrane really wrote this song after a bombing that happened back in the day in the '63 that um, ended up killing like two, like four girls that were like under 15. It was at like a church. Yeah. And uh, was that you know, the same it, bombing it, that was in the Watsons Go to Birmingham, like the the novel? I really don't know. Oh, I don't the church was it in the church it, basement? It, uh, I can't remember. I think I, I, I remember I, reading. I, I know it was that. at like it was at a Baptist church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, and um, anyway, it's the, I remember like that really stuck out to me. And then like, what a fucking like you know like I've had the, those moments where it's like. As somebody who doesn't have much or or doesn't you know have much to you know give or put out there, like what can you do when something like really like hits you? You know, like like a gut punch, like learning that like the KKK just killed a bunch of fucking kids, and um, you know Coltrane being the artist he was, just like coming out and like composing such a fucking heavy moody song. Uh, and just being like, you want something? You want me on? Like, you want me on stage? This is me on stage right now. And you know, that's where this recording comes from. It's, uh, it's like a live recording. It's one of the only times I think they recorded this song. Um, and yeah, it's just like I, I like I have distinct memory like moments uh, like where it's uh, you know dark as fuck out, snowy out, and I'm like I'm you know just hoofing through some snow and just enjoying the morning. And, you know, I'm just listening to this track and like this track, when it hits you, I just feel like it hits you and you have these, I don't know, you still kind of feel the reverberation of that gut punch and that fucking tragedy that like weighs through this song. And anyway, I'm done ranting. Uh, How'd you guys feel about it? (laughs) Uh, Nick, how'd you feel about the song? I definitely felt the dark mood. I didn't know the story behind it. So now that I do, it makes a lot more more sense. Um, It is very, it has a mood to it. I just totally misinterpreted that mood. I thought it was a lot more cool. And, uh, 
I think it's cool as fuck. It I is think it's cool. A gu- I think it's a gutsy fucking move to make a song like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I thought it was uh, less. I don't know. I thought I, I misunderstood the context of the song, and now that I understand it a bit more, it makes a lot more sense. But man, yeah. that's heavy. It's heavy stuff. That's all I got. Caleb, what about you? Um, yeah, I like I said, like I've I I didn't look into it after I heard this, but like I remember you know reading about that in like a history class, and so you know that that all makes sense that it's tying together. But um, one thing that really stuck out to me is like sometimes when I just would like sit down and like just goof around on my guitar or something um, when I heard this um, I was like this this kind of has a similar feel to a lot of things that my brain tends to frequent like as far as like you know the melodic expression or whatever and I, I came into my, this this room and sat down with my guitar and just like started playing along kind of trying to you know match up with it and whatnot and um, it's just like it's a very somber but like beautiful i don't know feeling to it and it's it it, it was a it was a i don't know enriching kind of thing to sit down and do but man it's just like that's a it's it's a sad fucking story and i don't know it's really cool that you know he did this because you know here we are i'm bad at math but many many years later talking about that same thing and you know his his art helped us remember that and that's that's pretty that's pretty special i agree i do uh jameson how about you man how do you feel about this track uh the context of it just kind of puts the icing on the cake you know because it's just like with no context you just feel that dark deep tone that just kind of hits you in the feels but you don't know why and having that backstory just makes it all the more better even though the it's sad it's just fucking great maybe yeah. to top the list <clears throat> uh, yeah this is this is one this is one of my like most played tracks almost every time uh, i have one of those things pop up um but like yeah the, uh it's i don't know it it's like it's equally like it's full of love and it's full of like anger in a way like be like you know, underwhelming you know un, under the surface anger i think D- uh, but dusty how'd you feel about this song it was fine i like the the end of it there's this nice like crescendo of everything that mm-hmm. kind of like builds and doesn't quite resolve itself but it kind of like, leaves you wanting i guess <laughs> that's the term yeah but yeah, it's it's a good song. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, it's jazz to me. So, <laughs> it's all jazz. So, but it's yeah. yeah, I respect it. Yeah, I like. I think that crescendo is an interesting kind of like end of the song. It gives you mm-hmm. it gives you hope that it won't end in a way. Yeah. Um, but uh, who's got the next track? West Montgomery, man. This song. This song was one of my favorites, honestly. Ah, uh, this was day, this was mine. A day in the life, Jameson. Where'd you pull this one from? So, um, when I was first searching, I just kind of went through a couple Google lists of like who who are like really formative, legendary jazz musicians, and Wes Montgomery popped up as one of the like formative guitar jazz players. Um, and then 
So I went and searched him out, and this is actually a Beatles song, and it's my favorite Beatles song. It's the last track on Sgt. Pepper, and I've always fucking loved that song. But I, I'm not going to lie, like, so I threw it on there for that, but the more I've listened to this song, the less I've liked it. And I almost, like, I think I would have liked to maybe replace it with a a Coltrane song or something. I, I don't dislike this song. That's, you know, kind of hard for me to say when it's my own track, but it's uh, it's just hey man, okay. I can gavel it for you. It's all good. No, no, not quite <laughs> gavel, but almost there. <laughs> No, I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was like a cool rendition. I it, there's just I don't know. There's a uh, I think Dusty might might call it like a some sort of like lounge kind of backgroundy music, but you know, I and I would maybe agree with this cover, but I kind of like it in that aspect personally. But uh, let's just ask the devil himself, Dusty. How did you feel about this track? When I was searching to, I came across this song and I almost put it on there, and then I saw Jameson stole it. Um, stole it because <laughs> I see it. I see that the term day a day in life and me being lifelong Beatles fan. Um, I was like, Oh shit, this, this is awesome. And then I saw James was like, God damn it. <laughs> but no, like it, it, and you know, you'll, you'll see on some of my other songs, I have similar inspirations for how <laughs> I came up with jazz songs for this playlist, but uh, I don't know. It's it's good. Uh, I can like in my head I'm I'm like reciting the lyrics or yeah. You're trying to sing along with it and it doesn't quite line up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, no, I like any any change or rendition of other popular songs and different genres. So that's why I love like Alex Melton so much. Just to see a different interpretation of a popular song is is pretty cool. Hell yeah. Nick, how, how'd you like this song? Um, hang on, I was I was listening to Reaper Man. It's it's a Beatles <laughs> cover. Um, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Is it a gavel? I don't, anything, I don't have anything bad to say. No, it, you can't. It's fine. You can't gavel, and it's fine. That's, that, that, <laughs> I know. In all gavel. honesty. I need to get a sound clip of all of us saying it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> it's the reefer. Speaking of reefer, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you're kind of like impartial on it. Yeah. I have, I have no strong feelings on this song. It's a cover of a Beatles song that I also have no strong feelings on. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. Meh. Caleb, do you so have as, feelings? Yeah. Um, so as you. Um, yeah, I, I actually, um, <laughs> um, I put this in my like songs. Um, Ooh. Um, as you guys probably know, um, I am not like, I mean, okay, let me, oh, this is, uh, this is, these are, it's thin ice to I'm not going to have this argument with you. No, 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 we're <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. What I'm trying to say is, um, like absolute mad respect and prowess is um, earned by the Beatles because they are incredible songwriters. Um, my dislike of the Beatles is mostly because John Lennon was a fucking communist and um, the only good red is a dead red, in my opinion. Um, 
I say that with a grain of salt, <laughs> and I'm just joking around. But um, Red Dead Redemption. We're talking about Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, what what chapter of Catcher in the Rye are you in, Mark David Chapman? Jesus okay, Christ. Um, I didn't know this was a Beatles song. Um, and honestly, that doesn't change my thought at all because it makes sense because it's it's a really good song. I like all the strings in it. Um, it's really pretty. I like the like the big build at like four and a half minutes. You know, and then it's like, okay, yeah, now it makes sense. That's the Beatles. Uh, but the fact that Wes could play this beautiful guitar music with his thumb, just his thumb. Uh, he's like corn half hand. He just, he can do more with, with just one thumb than most men can do with 10 fingers. Is It's really fucking impressive. And I really like this. I like, I like the way it sounds. I like the rendition. And... Yeah, to to appease Dusty a little bit. This is a good fucking song, and mm. and you know, communism aside, you know, we won't hate on the Beatles too much this time. How about that? There you go. Uh, all right. Well, next up is uh, I. Well, this is it's the Reefer Man. Yeah. Uh, Caleb. So where the song come from? We, we talked. This is another Cab Calloway, by the yes, way. Yes, sir. It was. Uh, so this is my favorite Cab Calloway song. And uh, I learned about it from Rex back in the high school days when we were smoking a lot of reefer. And he's jazz like, cigarettes. check this out. And yeah, just jazz cigarettes. This song's about a guy who's smoking jazz cigarettes and he's fucking sailing. And it's just fun. And like, it just reminds me of being, I don't know, stoned to the gills and just... <laughs> Just doing a little jig in the skate park behind Rex's shop. <laughs> and it's just fun. Cab Calloway's a goofball and he's got a cool suit. And yeah, it's just it's just a good time. It's hard to be in a bad mood hearing some Cab Calloway. I agree, man. I, this song was just silly and kind of fun. I, I, I mean, like a lot of the other ones, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Nick, how about you, though? Did you find this, this Reefer Man funny? It's it's a song I've heard many times <laughs> from riding around in a truck with Rex Shamley. That's uh, it's I mean it, it's a classic. It's Cab Calloway. I, I don't have anything bad to say about him. It's just it's a Cab Calloway song about smoking reefer. There it is, so. Jameson. How about you, man? Yeah, I, I'll just echo it with everyone else. It's fun, upbeat. It's a good song, but I'm and- still confused. Ten years, fifteen years later, how the fuck Rex, who is listening to black metal and every you know death metal, and just got obsessed with Cab Calloway for a certain amount of time? But he's an eclectic motherfucker. <laughs> I think Rex discovered Cab Calloway probably via marijuana. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's that's I'm looking up reefer online, and reefer man <laughs> somehow popped up. <laughs> Started smoking, and then just felt the net. <laughs> He Googled songs about reefer. I bet you anything. <laughs> he definitely did. Maybe he Yahooed it. Uh, D- <laughs> D- Dusty, how'd you feel about the reefer man, though? Um, I mean, not him personally. Song. But <laughs> it's yes, it's a silly song. It's probably in the day. It was probably a controversial song. <laughs> singing about vices and whatnot. But uh, loose women. <laughs> punk rock skateboards punk? and yeah, loose women yeah. so eh, that's jazz it's, nah. 
And that's jazz, baby. And oh, that's wow. why they jazz. And that's why they jazz. Uh, well, you know, we were talking about it earlier. And, um, you know, this is kind of another rendition. Uh, all the small things. But I think Jamie Lanc- Lancaster. Jamie Lannister. Lannister. Oh, that's what I kept thinking. Oh, Lannister always pays his debts. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dusty, where'd you where'd you pull this one from? Uh, again, I was struggling to find songs for this playlist. <laughs> so after a while, I thought, why don't I just try and find jazz covers of songs? And there's so many playlists which is jazz covers of pop songs. And I, I was just scrolling through and soon as I saw all the small things, I was like, yeah, can't can't not have that on the list. <laughs> It's so, yeah, mandatory. Did I, I need to hear a jazz rendition of a pop punk song. So, yeah, I mean, it was pleasant. Hmm? I'll say that it was pleasant for sure. <laughs> uh, it was sort of weird. It was kind of a weird uh, experience listening to listening to the Blink-182 song in a different <laughs> format. Like that was like at first I was just like, huh strange i don't know it just hit differently mm-hmm. perhaps it was just because the lyrics like the lyrics are okay. definitely made for a pop punk song yeah it is <laughs> it's kind of I, I actually kind of like the the girl singing in it oh like she has a fantastic of it so fantastic voice yeah yeah like this is this is a cool pick though uh caleb how'd you feel about all the small things so um you know like you you might imagine i i want to hate this song but it's it really is it's just such a beautiful rendition it's it's very tastefully done um and i do have a soft spot for blink 182 so it was easier for me to get into it and just everyone the the guy singing the girl singing the trumpets the the little you know subtle um harmonic uh what's that fucking called octave chords uh mm-hmm. that the guitar does and stuff it's like it's really fucking pretty and honestly i like it better than the original i have to say it's beautiful controversial <laughs> maybe oh. uh jameson how about you how'd you feel about this blink 182 cover uh, it's fine um not really any strong feelings for it uh i will say um i almost like going along the lines of silly jazz covers uh if you guys want to dive into richard cheese or dick cheese he he actually this is all he does is jazz covers of pop songs so you might want to take a dive into that gill you might enjoy it yeah go down the cheese yeah, hole i mean like i said like, as, like i said about like alex Milton, i just like interpretations of different you know through different genres of other songs so it's always always something worth looking at for sure nick how about you man did you did, did this uh blink 182 song find a spot in uh in, in your uh, heart to warm or did All, it almost it was close <laughs> it was so close <laughs> It had it had all of the recipes of being something that I liked. It, it it was a cover of a pop punk song which I like. It had down tempo, soft jazz piano going on. It had all these different little like adjustment like adjustments and plays on things that I was familiar with in the song. And it had jazz vocals. And jazz vocals suck. <laughs> so 
ugh. It's <laughs> it's fine. I'm not gonna listen to it again because the vocals <laughs> and jazz just is that much of a turnoff for me. No, well, you'll have to let this small thing go. You know, maybe let all the small things go. Not, not all of them. No, not okay. Well, I'm not. <laughs> It's okay. I don't. I don't give good advice. Don't. I also ever. did think at first that this song was by Jamie Lannister. Yeah. That did put. It put something in my head, man. It, I thought that too, and it did give me a little bit of an edge against it at first. He got really good with that left hand. The yeah. one was very incestuous at one point. <laughs> at all. Points. Uh, so that brings us to Snake Eater, uh, which is from a Metal Gear game. Metal 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 Gear Solid game. Excuse me. And uh, Nick, tell us about this track. Outsider jazz. <laughs> outsider jazz. So, so we've had ac- from... we've had some academics jazz, and we're, we're experiencing some more outsider jazz here. This is for people who don't listen to jazz, but may have multiple avenues of maybe approaching jazz. Maybe if you like video game music, um, this just showed up in my Spotify suggested one day. I, it, it's like it, it's a cover of the main theme of Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, Snake Eater. Is that the one where they're in the jungle? Yes. That's a good one. Yep, mm. It is a it's, really good one. It's got some passion to this song, man. You can throw snakes at people in that game. I That's know. pretty cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really like this, dude. It was, it was fun. There's like, I, I what I believe is like some, you know, maybe a road, you know, going through this track, this entire track. And it's, it, oh. Yeah, it, it just it really kicked. This was a this was a cool a cool cover. I like that there's been like this, you know, like the the Blink one eighty two, like a handful of other like kind of like versions of things. You know, the the uh, Beatles one also is you know like which just hit the spot. But this this one also just like felt familiar, but just cooler to me. <laughs> uh, so I liked it. It was a definite pass for me, um, uh, or you know, stamp of approval. Jameson, how about you though, man? Yeah, I thought this was uh, really, really good. You know, I think a lot of the time the video game covers and stuff, they tend to be like that, um, I don't know, super tonal EDM covers that I'm not really into. But this was great, but it's still like you could tell it was video game music, but Mm. it was fucking pretty rad. I liked it a lot. So it's not it's not even like video gamey music. This was like a full on pop song commissioned by the game studio, like to to mimic like James Bond intros. But you can still really? I don't know at least for I could still maybe it's because I saw in the title Metal Gear Solid, but I don't know it gave me that video gamey feeling. Hell yeah, uh, Caleb. What about you? Um, so I remember this when. Uh, because I don't know if you guys remember the channel G4, like the video oh, yeah. game channel. Oh, God, dude, yeah. AKA yeah. Tech TV. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember when uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 came out, they just like had a huge media campaign for it. And they played this like on it. And I remember the, I can't remember the name of that show, but it was like this guy and this girl. X-Play, yes. I remember yeah, they were talking Lord, about Lord it. Morgan Webb and uh, Adam. Adam. Fuck. Freeman or some I can't remember but yeah anyway it was uh they were they were uh talking about it and they were playing this a lot and like I was like having this like visceral nostalgic reaction I was like wait where is this coming from and it took me like a few times of listening to it to realize like oh my god it's from that and 
I immediately thought like maybe this was like their stab at like making that like a James Bond theme or something and so it's nice to have that validated but it's really good and like the the beginning's really soulful and then like the like you know two minute mark or so it like really picks up and starts just grooving and it's really good like you know the nostalgia and the video games aside like it's just a really good fucking song like i have such a new appreciation for the saxophone so fuck yeah really like this one dusty did this yeah, get I like you the, i like the saxophone it's especially when it picks up and it kind of has that main riff um yeah it's kind of like what drew me to like Pliny on some stuff where especially when that he comes in with that saxophone and then it just gets more and more intense from that um, that that's i don't know if that's a jazz thing or or what but i mean that's something that i definitely appreciate and that that catches me like my attention for sure so but yeah i, I didn't i didn't know this was anything you know special for like a promotion or anything like that I just Assume they took like a theme song and jazzed it up. It was already jazz. <laughs> Isn't that what Emerald, th- Emerald throws on stuff? Oh no, it, that's Bam. It's right. snake jazz, you guys. <laughs> Anybody? Snake jazz. Snake jazz. Snake jazz. Uh, well, that takes us to one another one of my picks, which you're in it for the long haul with this one, but um, Red Clay by Freddie Hubbard. This this fucking track, like I, I discovered Freddie Hubbard like a few years ago, and I was like, how have I not fucking found this? Like, listened to this trumpet player before. Like, this guy's fucking wild, man. He has, and like this track is just. This track is like you're you you're smoking weed in a room with your friends who play music, and you're just finding out where the <laughs> fuck this like the rhythm goes. Like that's that's like really what I feel with this track. Like this track's a fucking groove. It's a jam. It's like it's something that gets out of control at times, and then like you reel it back in. Like it's fucking awesome. Like uh, I don't know how you guys felt about it though. Uh, Dusty, just lay it to us straight. How'd you feel about Red Clay? pretty chaotic with the horns and whatnot but i mean if i were to choose a type of jazz you know through all this lobby music restaurant music whatever uh it's gonna give me a gamble but <laughs> throwing them out I, man i would prefer the one like this with more horns and stuff going on rather than you know oh i'm just gonna play the fucking piano and then fucking brush snare for three hours so <laughs> can we get a gill a gill genre for this one what would this yeah. be what do you call it? i don't know i just call this chaos jazz chaos jazz <laughs> like i don't know it's just horny horny music <laughs> well that's what's, like one of the things i love about this piece is that it gives the length of it gives you enough room to let everything be featured at some mm-hmm. point you know what i mean like yeah, like the 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 keys get a section, the fucking horns get a section, like everything gets a piece to like to shine. I think a bit. Uh, yeah, it's it, it is, but it like it's chaotic, especially when the horns take over. <laughs> Caleb, what do you feel about this song though? So I kind of I have to agree with Dusty a little bit. It's it's pretty chaotic. There were, I mean, I appreciate it because like goddamn, like the the talent required to do this it it seems very improvisational 
but there were a few times where like if i was in that room with my friends and we were we were all token it up and playing crazy jazz music i felt there were a few times i would have been tempted to pick up like the hi-hat stand and just smash <laughs> the trumpet out of that guy's fucking mouth no fucking what <laughs> like not because he's bad just because like okay settle down like i felt like all right wow good job but i don't know it, maybe reel it in a little bit more and for 12 minutes we're gonna do this um <laughs> i don't know it's such a weird like you know contradiction of feelings because like on the one hand it's like wow that's really impressive and on the other hand it's like okay this is getting a little masturbatory but it does kind of like i mean it does get like a little bit repetitive in some sections if you ask me but like but that's you know i think that's part of the like a really I'm not trying to contradict your opinions, by the way, but I just think that's part of like a really cool like element of jazz is like, you know, you, when you like throw something far enough out and you reel it back into something base enough yeah. that like everything can reconnect and like have that moment and then you take off again. Yeah, because that's uh, that's they definitely they nailed that. Like, you know, the trumpet goes nuts for a while and then it's like, all right, he shuts up and then we get this cool, you know, keyboard solo and, you know, it just the keeps keyboards. on moving. The keyboards it, go like some of the hardest it, in this fucking song. Like, it's, it's really good. Like, but it's also like it's kind of one of those things. Like, you have to be in a mood for it. Oh, for sure. You know, a twelve no, minute no, mood at least. <laughs> no hate, but like sometimes it's like okay, okay. <laughs> Nick, how about you, man? How'd you feel about it? So we've discussed chaos. And I, I, I like chaos and music, but I, I think what I really like is simulated, calculated chaos. And this is an example of true chaos. Mm. And it's, you never go full chaos. <laughs> you never go full <laughs> chaos. That was actually really that's hard to say. That's the Whack Arnold Brothers. That's, <laughs> that's the Whack Arnolds. Well, yeah, full chaos and just noise core, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had a lot of the same feelings. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna relate it to the opening scene of School of Rock when you've got Dewey Finn in his band and he's just going way too hard. He's out yeah. of control on his own live performance. That 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 was those horn, horn players on this one because when they were actually grooving together and like playing something a little bit more structured, it was rad. But I I, I think that the trouble no vacancy, <laughs> no vacancy. You oh my god. Adam Pascal was in No Vacancy. He was the singer, and he was like huge Broadway guy. Anyways, uh, the horns weren't that good, but the keys in this song, Jared said it, they went so fucking hard. Oh my god, the keys in this were so good. Um, and that's honestly all I can remember I was going to say about it. <laughs> Jameson, how about you, man? So I mentioned earlier that I listened to this playlist uh, yesterday in the afternoon and I just hated it. And <laughs> I have to say it was due to this song. I listened to it all the way through and it just put such a bad taste in my mouth that it made everything else on this playlist horrible. No. So I'm sorry, Jer sorry Jared, but I fucking hated this one. Oh, this was so bad. Finally, I, I the H like, word. And, and I, I think uh, they are great musicians, and I'm sure there are some people in the world that like this kind of thing, but it's not me. God damn! I love you, Jameson. That was like that was 
makes such a, a Hank Hill statement. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's I know there's some people that like this kind of thing, but it ain't me. <laughs> I love it. I, I agree with you. Like it's that's why I put it on there. It was like because it, it was like to me it's such a fucking wild song. But like it, you know, it's one of those things like jazz has so many elements to it, so many weird pockets. And I am by no means an expert on jazz, but it's like, it, it's like, it's like one of those really specific like moments in jazz where everybody wanted these like weird sessions, you know. <laughs> like, that's the song that, that's is exactly what that reminds me of. The song is the cargo pants of jazz. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know if Freddie Hubbard or would appreciate that, but so you heard pockets. it here first. <laughs> those extra pockets—they're just not necessary. No, that's not true. As someone who is a big proponent of cargo pants, you can put anything you want and carry it all around. Not only <laughs> yeah, cargo but, pants, zip-off cargo pants. Fuck, you're a big fan. Just because you can do <laughs> that doesn't mean you should. I agree. You I should. Agree it's practical. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Uh, so this, this takes us to a track that like right th- this I, I track is a, a little place of hurt is this next track is a little polarizing if you ask me uh, on the jazz playlist. How so this is a Pliny uh, track, which we're not foreign to Pliny. I like this track. I will say that. But what interests me is like, this is the one that I really like. I legitimately like listened to it and was like, what reminds me about of jazz about this song? Like, I had to think about that really fucking hard. And it, like, opens up a little bit after a while. But, like, the the first, like, chunk of this song does not strike you as, like, any sort of resemblance of, of a jazz song. It, it, like, so the way I thought about it earlier today, while it, this morning when I was walking, was um, I thought about, like, this reminds me of, like flying above some fucking like mountaintops to go battle some frost giants but in like a mech suit and like that has nothing to do with jazz it has to do with like everything fantasy and science fiction <laughs> that's pretty cool that's though. fair man <laughs> it's cool that's what i mean it's like oh, it's yeah. cool as shit but it doesn't remind me of jazz it jazz well okay since i put but this then, on here that's what i'm saying yeah caleb explain that self let me defend pliny on this and anomaly i mean i'll defend it with you caleb but yeah thank you let you go um I'm, I'm glad you said that, and now I feel bad because I was kind of going to throw you under the bus a little bit because you put the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on here, and my initial thought was, what the fuck is that doing on here? So, but actually, no, I'm going to come to your defense, too, because we discussed this earlier. Jazz has spawned so many, you know, branches off of its family tree, if you will, and... Um, this is kind of a good example of like jazz, rock, fusion, you know, arguably metal, jazz, fusion. Um, and there's some funk in here. There's some there's some sax playing. There's some, you know, you, you can't really argue that the guitar is pure jazz. It's kind of like that, you know, fusion jazz influenced style. But um, God damn it. This song, it fucking it fucks it slaps it's fire it, it does um but yeah I, I i get it was kind of a wild card but um to me like my attraction to jazz music is guitar based and there's a lot of jazz influence in Pliny's guitar styles um and then you get the the saxophone in there that kind of helps round it out and you know the the end of the song is kind of more a pure jazz vibe 
there's a lot going on. It's like it's like Michael Scott running the office. It's like war-torn Poland, the Roman Empire, the Wild West. Like there's a lot going on. But you know what? It all it, you could argue it all comes from jazz. And well, it's yeah. it's good shit. And I I had to beat Nick to this cuz I thought he was probably going to put it on there. I Sorry, was. Yeah. Well, and that and that's what that's kind of what my point is is that like there's like so many elements that like I just it made me think about like like I said it made me think about what reminds me like what about jazz like reflects in the song to me and like and you do you see it in certain like certain instruments like when I you know like the 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 overall like course that you see like them take in the song you know like going on like you know kind of like little tangents and then coming back to the main and there's like some there's some like hard beats like there's a lot of hard rock beats uh in the song it's heavy. and the, uh, w- which which like again like kind of like with that low like the lo-fi beat in the in the in the one of nick's songs earlier it like you know it to me it, it works in a certain way it's just it took me like like um i guess yeah by no it's not a bad song but it just took me a while to think about this song you know what i mean yeah uh dusty this what, is like the future of jets the future is now the um, future is now <laughs> Like so, like last night, I I was hanging out with Rex and some other people were playing the card game Dominion. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of that, but it's oh, yes, great game. Um, and I I just put on this one on YouTube to to plea and just put that on and and they're trying to describe it to them what genre it is, and I was like, well, it's kind of jazz in certain ways, just because there's so much going on, and I mean. Isn't that jazz itself is just like chaoticness, you know, there's sudden changes, some stuff that doesn't work that's, you know, there, but it, it works once you, the whole song comes together. So, mm-hmm. and then going back to Fresh Prince Bel Air, <laughs> what is, what is rap without jazz, True. you know? So it's had to respond from that, you know? So, but yeah, no, I, I like that. And I, I think it's a jazz song. So, I'll leave it there. Jameson, how about you? So looking at the title, just a quick little branch. I keep thinking in my head, like if Nick was to rebrand himself as like some <laughs> fancy French person, he could write his name like this. A flaneur is a thing though. A flaneur is, is like it? sort of a it's like a sort of modern renaissance man. Like it's a person well, who exactly who out, a person who goes out and walks down the street and sees the sights of Paris. You know, well, he get, he gets involved in the community, not the community, but like the society. Well, most Americans wouldn't know that. Now you have a backstory to your alter ego. So I learned that in an art history class I had to take because it was a requirement for me to graduate at Western. Mm. Can can I just say on that note? I really liked it. I don't mean to interrupt or interject too much, but like that's like that's actually kind of perfect as to like that. That's in my opinion, that's kind of what jazz represents to me is like it's about exploring and experiencing like all the different aspects of like whatever your instrument is whether it's horns mm. or piano or guitar or whatever it's like let's just like see where this shit takes us and try something weird and maybe in some people's minds wrong like play the fucking right notes you know and it's like let's just let's just go for it let's try something weird and new and yeah that's what jazz is so is so, is noise color jazz then Yes, exactly. It's just know? chaos. Of course, it's just <laughs> chaos. Jameson, well, though, 
specifically I, I, on this song um in the beginning of the middle section there's this off timing off time drumming that they do and it gave me so much anxiety that i didn't like this song <laughs> at all like i was driving down the road and this drumming's going on with everything else and i'm just like heavy breathing like please make this stop i hate it <laughs> So I don't hate this song and Pliny is a master, but no, not that, not for me. Not this track. Nick, how about you, man? You said you were almost going to put this one on there. Yeah. The the only reason I didn't is because Caleb got there first. He stole Um, it from you. So I, I'd say you are (laughs) correct because I, I, I've listened to this song many times. It's one of my favorite songs. Um, parts of this song, I cannot call them jazz. Like, I don't, I can't tell you why, but they're just not. Uh, but so many other parts of the song are. Um, like, the 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 timing of the like the main beat of the song, it, it's this kind of weird proggy beat, but it treats it as if it were a jazz beat, and the way it kind of, like, he softly hits that hat with the sticks to, like, kind of give it this busyness to it. I don't know. I thought that was jazzy. I don't know who this saxophone is. It, the saxophone player? Saxophonist? Sure. Saxophoner. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't know who that is, but uh, this is this song is actually how I discovered Anomaly, who is a pianist and like primarily a jazz pianist. It's what he is. But I don't know. It, it's a really cool song. Caleb hit the nail on the head. Everyone loves Pliny. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think that's kind of the, the, the one of the interesting things we've all like come like all of a sudden or yeah it's like you can't pass up that artist if we had to pick all one like person that we probably all like mutually agreed on that's that's one of them for sure surprising that like a prog metal guitar player kind of guy it's, well, it's just such like versatility in the in the in the stuff that they put together you know anyway we need uh, to get him on this the world. podcast there you go you know you know you know he's listening i'll shoot him a dm <laughs> um but the next track uh it's a, another another cover. It's a, of time. Dusty, you picked this one out, correct? Yeah, correct. Again, it was uh, one of those things where I was trying to find jazz songs, and I'm just going through these cover playlists, and I was like, well, time has got to be my one of my favorite Pink Floyd songs. Just, just yeah, I don't know, the whole rendition of it. But uh, I was like, huh. I got a jazz version of this song. So, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Salt, you got to put some pepper up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so. Yeah, I, I like this one, too. It was like yeah. it was just a, it was just like a cool version yeah. of this I mean, song. There's nothing man. special about it. It's just like, yeah, just a different rendition of a classic song. So Yeah, I think they did a really good job with it. So. Uh, Caleb, how'd you feel about it? Um, I mean, time is my all-time favorite Pink Floyd song. So this was, you know, this was a no-brainer. Like, yeah, this is nice. It's a different vibe. The only thing that bummed me out was like, I really missed that guitar solo because that's See, one that, of the best was, guitar solos. When I when I first listened to it, I'm like, all right, are they gonna try and cover that solo? Because they can. should just, yeah, like, they should have just cut in that actual solo <laughs> into the middle of it. Sample it and just put it fucking awesome. Because I, I love it. It's, it's such a simple solo, but it's, it's, it's beautiful. It just works so perfectly. And I mean, you get like, you get your little, you know, jazz, like kind of Joe Pass-esque, you know, mm-hmm. 
guitar solo in there and it's pretty but i mean like if that's the only complaint i have like it's not much of a complaint it's a really cool rendition it's really pretty um yeah no no complaints whatsoever nick did you like this cover do you i would have preferred it if the vocals had been a horn section because um, it was yeah. a really cool cover. I I don't yeah. think it really captured the idea of time as a song. That I don't know. It, it felt like a very weird transition. So I just kind of ignored the the contents of it and I listened to it as its own song. And it honestly had a really good groove to it. I liked it. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think I don't think it necessarily captured like the full like you know feel of that of the Pink Floyd song. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, it can't be replicated really. Like, yeah. I felt know, like the fact way. that it was a cover of Time was its weakest element actually <laughs> like because the original song it has like an urgency because it's like we're running out of time and like Ooh. there's like a there's an emotion in his voice as he's singing it like that's like yeah. especially as the song goes along it's realizing like you know like our time's yeah. running out 10 years has got behind you james that's kind of missing jameson how do you feel about uh about this cover the uh, for those same reasons i did not really enjoy this cover i thought Ooh. it was yeah, it was just kind of hollow compared to the original, and it might just be because I hold Pink Floyd to like a high standard for myself. You heard I didn't it. enjoy it's it. It's fair. Yeah, you heard it. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I enjoyed it for what kind of like Nick. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, you know, setting aside that and like, but it is. It, it, I don't know. I mean. If I had to choose, I'd always pick the obviously the Pink Floyd song, and I think we'd all we all would. But it's, a, it, it's an interesting song to try to cover in like a more I don't know bare bones kind of way. Uh, the next track, though, uh, I think is another Nick pick. I gotta stop saying that. It's a Nick song, one of Nick, Nick's tracks. I'm sending you guys Nick picks on the daily. Strata <laughs> <laughs> jazz. Nick picking everything. Uh, it's Rush. Uh, by seatbelts and seat what? Belts. Where this come from? This came from Cowboy Bebop. Like that's how a lot of people, including myself, like some of our earliest exposure to jazz was through anime or through like TV in some form or another. And for those of us who were watching Toonami, you know, after dark back in the day, uh, or yeah. on Adult Swim, that's what it was. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You that was just didn't, gibberish. You didn't, you didn't watch Toonami like on Adult no. Swim Cartoon Network? Dude, what no. Toonami usually was on yeah. very late at night. Yeah. Adult That's night no. Yeah, dude, but but Cowboy Bebop fantastic anime uh like series it. in itself but yeah the, the the one of the most iconic things about it is the soundtrack i think like because it, it adds so much mood and atmosphere to the show mm-hmm. so but, is this like this, so this so was this a really like a good pick if you ask me it? nick but no it's i i deliberately did not choose the theme song because i've heard it too many times um yeah. tank is a great song i don't need to hear it again fair enough I've seen, like i've seen that show multiple times so i've just do you do you like the whole album in general though nick yeah the whole album's great um so this is one of the only type of like uh, of that 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 chaotic you know super up-tempo loud jazz that I, I really like and i primarily just like it because of my association to something else i really like this isn't a type of jazz i would normally seek out but it's just you know it's upbeat it's it, it's action movie music if you know drum and bass hadn't been invented in the 90s 
Yeah, man. I think uh, this song has just got that energy to it. It's it's definitely like you said. It's it's meant for like moving. It's meant for some sort of action. It's meant for something. You know, you're not just supposed to be like standing there watching this fucking song be played. You got to be fucking moving with it, man. Like, uh, yeah, James. How'd you feel about this song though? No, didn't like this one either. <laughs> that no. was so fast. <laughs> it's just slow it the fuck down if i'm gonna listen to jazz slow it the fuck down and don't that's the most okay. dead thing shit. i've ever heard slow it the fuck down james is gonna be Settle the guy down. sitting out on his porch with the, like the radar gun tagging cars as they go by so he can call the cops there are children in this neighborhood <laughs> as you're sitting on the porch like smoking <laughs> around your child and smoke <laughs> <laughs> Dusty, uh, what about you, man? How'd you feel about this song? Uh, it's, it's more jazz. Um, it's more I, jazz. <laughs> I've not seen the, the Cowboy Bebop, so but it definitely sounds like a theme song. You know, uh, opening credits to a '70s or '80s cartoon of some sort that's got a lot of shenanigans going on in it. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. I like the bongos. <laughs> the bongos uh, Caleb did you did you enjoy this or not yeah absolutely this is a cool one it's it's definitely more it's 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 hyphy jazz for sure um <laughs> it is yeah it's it's cocaine jazz is what yeah, it for is. sure is. <laughs> you know what no part of this Dewey but so so I have a little bit of a funny story about it because like I I've watched Cowboy Bebop but it, it's been a long time and like I was like wait this is familiar but I it took me a while to like register what it was from until I looked at the fucking album cover and I was like oh there it is um you know like again with that what was that fucking that like you know New Delhi it was on oh. whatever. Oh, I could the, the, I, I thought the Dan the Automator song. Yeah, fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, but um, you guys are haters. <laughs> so, so I, I, I'm just like maybe I have dyslexia or something, but because like I'm looking at it and like I was like, this is a cool song, and I saw like okay, the song's called Rush by Seatbelts, but I was registering it as Seatbelts by the band Rush. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. Yeah. At first. <laughs> first two i was like oh this there's is a rush very song strange on rush song. okay <laughs> yeah and i was like okay this is like some avant-garde like influence from neil peart or something like he's like like you guys let's play some jazz and i was like oh this is i've never heard this rush song before this is really cool <laughs> and like for a while i was like wow like and i even like googled it like rush played jazz and then I didn't Google find anything. Did Rush point jazz. <laughs> and, hey Siri. Hey there Siri, were no results. And and then I finally looked at it again and was like, oh, I'm a fucking dumbass. <laughs> and then I just I just left that alone and I was like, yeah, this is a really cool fucking song. It's, it's, <laughs> like, oh my it's God. a good song. Oh man, that's fucking ridiculous. And uh all right, that brings us, I guess, to another one of my picks. Uh, T for two. By Thelonious Monk. Anybody? By Rafford McGonson. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping somebody would make the reference exactly <laughs> why I put it on here. I mean, shout out to the monk, to the monk man. Thelonious Monk's obviously an amazing uh, artist. But yeah, there's another artist we, you know, that, that deserves credit for the, the title. You gotta walk away when they're censored. <laughs> 
Okay. That song should be. So, okay. So I just love, this is one of those like piano forward kind of songs that like, I, uh, I don't know. It's like it's rare for me to really focus on the on like the piano as a as a like a you know main main instrument to focus on. But I don't know. It's just something about it's something about the. Uh, it's just a nice, pleasant song. Kind of moves along. It gives me the vibe of like like cruising through a fucking record store, like going around down like downtown, and just like you know, just having a fucking day. Reminds me of walking around in the fall. All right, I'm gonna say it there. I like this track though. Uh, what about the rest of you, Nick? How about you? This is a fun one. Um, it's got kind of a bounce to it, but I, it still is like the you know classic, my favorite type of like you know jazz trio music. The piano heavy, the drum and bass with the on the accompaniment. Um, it's great. It's Thelonious Monk. Like, what what do you want? It's good music. <laughs> you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That being said, uh, Jameson, how about you? Yeah, I felt like the keys had like a really um, like free form to it. Like it seemed like it was improved along, which I've throughout this list, pretty much anything that had that feel, I disliked strongly. But this, I could get behind. I like this one. Yeah. There's like yeah, there's there's an interesting like that. That's a good note, man. That it, it, it has like a familiar but kind of loose feel, like the piano. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, what about you? So the thing that stood out to me was, um, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing with a lot of these tracks is the walking bass, and I've taken more of an interest in in the bass lately, and I mean. I've played some bass and it's not easy to play walking bass, at least in my experience. Um, so that was cool. The only complaint, and it's so minor, it's kind of inconsequential, is um, unless you're listening to it, like like I have it in one ear right now. And the way it's mixed is like the piano is on one side and the bass and the drums are on the other. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of like the way that the doors were mixed. It's like you know, they really split it and it's like, I just want everything together and I just need to shut you guys up and put yeah. my other fucking headphone. In. <laughs> so really honestly, no, no complaint. It's, it's a really cool song and the piano is fucking, it, it, it's pretty out of this world. If you have the proper headphone in. <laughs> Dusty, did you have the proper headphone in while you were listening to this song? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, Christmas time in the mall jazz. So it's, I'm, gonna it, I'm gonna give it that. I'm gonna give it that. I'm like pissed off that I'm in the mall to begin with. And it's <laughs> the music just playing. I'm like, ugh. I just continues it. to to just yeah. irk you as you go. <laughs> it's just like, okay, this piano needs to stop before I fucking burn this place to the ground. <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond's gonna mm-hmm. be buried, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I get you. I get you. Uh, well, that, I guess that takes us to the the last the last track on the formal uh, formal aspect of the list here, uh, Hang Glide. So, I believe this is a. I'm not going to say it. This is one of Nick's songs. It is one of my songs. <laughs> so, as said previously, I discovered Anomaly through Pliny. I thought he. I thought Anomaly was the saxophone player. So I, I googled the the guy and i think he is a he's a jazz pianist out of ontario somewhere 
I don't know, maybe Toronto. I don't know where jazz penis live. I think they have a colony somewhere. On the moon. (laughs) On the moon. No, but this 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 wasn't the so this one was great. It's another one that really doesn't have a traditional jazz type beat. It's a little bit more R and B, I think. Um, but the way he plays it, he just the, the the chords he chooses, the runs he chooses to do, it, it's absolutely beautiful playing. And I think it just pairs super well with this type of music. And then the synthesizers come in, and I like synthesizers, so that was nice. Yeah, I mean, I, again, like I, I like I like this song. It. Um... It like this was one of those tracks I was talking about earlier, where like you have to you have to like look at like some of the elements happening within the song to like really like kind of pull out like the reflection of jazz, and you find that so hard. Like some of those bass fucking lines that just like shred down the line, like like you're like I don't know, man. It's just it's a cool track. It's not it's not like a like with the synthesizers and all that kind of like you know non-traditional like jazz sounding stuff like it really it like it challenges like what i thought i liked about like in jazz and it kind of expanded that I, so i really enjoyed this track um jameson what about you how'd you feel about this song yeah i liked it um it's just yeah different tone uh, i don't really know what else to say about it but it's good it's good Caleb, how about you? Um, like it had a similar kind of vibe to the other sort of lo-fi vibe that Nick picked, where it kind of like the way I would describe like the beat that's kind of atypical of most like jazzy tracks is like it kind of has like a stutter, like you know, like like almost like you're tripping, you know, like the beat trips, mm-hmm. um, trip hop, if you will, um, <laughs> and. The, the synth is good the the traditional kind of piano is it's beautiful like um i'm glad that nick kind of took what i stole from him with plenty and anomaly and expanded upon it because um you know anomaly deserves some more love and it's like honestly like for me like it's i can't play piano to save my life but man fuck do i love listening to like someone who can and it helped me like expand on that and kind of you know move into like all right i'm gonna check more of that out because that really jives with me so good shit i know well dusty do you have do you have any love for it yeah i mean like this i would prefer this type of jazz to some of the other bullshit because <laughs> there's a lot more new stuff going on with it and it's <laughs> catchy to me this is that nice there's like that main riff kind of through this that i find really catchy so yeah and it's different you know with the synths and everything it's not your typical just piano and brush snare like i said earlier so fair enough yeah uh overall i mean like i think like i said i i think we put together a really fucking fun like interesting list that kind of challenges like all of our like understanding of what we think jazz is which was really cool you know i i I tried to focus on like some of those like you know we all knew those those are jazz songs like but i really appreciated and reflecting on it like the the stuff that you guys kind of put on there that like i said earlier kind of just expanded my you know my, the the genre of jazz to me so anyway uh we gotta get our tops and our bottoms out of the way here 
Do you guys uh do you guys have a couple set aside? Do you guys have favorites and least favorites? I can go if people are yeah. waiting. So what you got? Uh, top of the list, I'll I think I'll give it to the uh, Coltrane Alabama. That was I mean, especially after hearing the backstory, it's just a fucking cool song with a great vibe. Well, I mean sad vibe, but that's good. It's still um, a good mood, man. Bottom of the list by far is red clay. Fucking hate that shit. <laughs> I'll take it. I got a top and a bottom out of that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody else have a couple? Um, we'll let Nick go. Oh, okay. I'll get mine out of the way. Uh, top for me was definitely blue and green. Um, I hadn't actually heard that song before. Somehow I've never listened to miles Davis on my own. Um, so now I actually have, a reason to go listen to more Miles Davis because that song was outstanding. Yo, did you listen yeah, to the Miles Bill Runs the Voodoo Davis. down? And Bill Evans. No. That's the other Miles Davis song I put on there. It's good shit. Check that out too. Oh, but I anyway, see a lot of the newer. That that's all that's all like pods. That's not part of the official pod. Uh or pod not canon. But what was your least favorite? Red Clay. It was really Oh bad. god <laughs> damn, dude. <laughs> okay it's okay uh, it's okay it's okay like, <laughs> dusty what about you what were your to- tops and bottoms well i can't pick my songs as tops otherwise fresh prince bel-air would be number one <laughs> um i like that agua song it's fun and i'll do newer i like because i like Pliny and it's um, the least favorite. I mean, so many of these songs just blend together. <laughs> um, probably the first song on the list, though, because I'm like, we're just setting the tone for this, all this <laughs> bullshit to blend together. In the wee small yeah. hours. Or- I'm like, okay, I, I get it. I'm in a fucking hotel lobby. so And I'm here for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a shit vacation because I don't want to be around these people. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeez. Caleb, what about you, man? I'm going to break Dusty's uh, rule. And I'm going to say my top was <laughs> Flaneur. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, Plenty can I pick the best track, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I, I contributed. No, he's so, just so humble. I don't give a fuck. Um, I I love Plenty. He can do no wrong, and I have such a newfound respect for Anomaly. Like between that song and the one that Nick contributed, Hang Glide, um, it was kind of a tie, honestly, between those two. Because like that's just kind of like I like I like that you know that fusion that like all right we have jazz but let's do something kind of new and you know very in the spirit of jazz and let's you know what that, that's really cool but honestly it was kind of tied with um <laughs> uh seat belts rush which i thought was rush uh, that, no, I, I, I thought the cool. exact same thing i'm like shit rush on this playlist. all right i was like uh, i was so confused but yeah it, it's it's kind of a tie with those two but but Pliny Flaneur gets a little bit of a nod. And while I respect what they were doing and the sheer talent required to do what they were doing, I have to yeah, kind of jump on the bandwagon. Do it. And <laughs> my bottom is red clay. No, I'm sorry, Freddie. I'm sorry. 
God damn it. <laughs> So uh, it's okay. not it's it's not, honestly like all things considered as the most hateful person on this podcast and who dislikes most music um overall i think we can all agree that this was the most positively received pod uh playlist that we've done and to me at least it was by far the most enjoyable one that we all like contributed something to and i mean i i, I really got a lot out of this like there's so much on here that I'm going to, you know, explore further and continue listening to. Hell yeah, man. I mean, same. I, I loved it. I would say, like, my top is probably... Don't I mean, that's kind of tough. I can't do my own songs. I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Uh, you can do it. Yeah, I guess the precedent's been set. But... Okay. um no, I mean there were there's like there's really ones I I, I like ev- elements of every single song on here, so it's kind of more or less just sort of like which one I cared for the least out of that lineup. Um, but my top is probably it's it's either got to be that West Montgomery cover because I just like I don't know there's mm. something about it that really like really stuck, or um, actually Snake Eater that was kind of my my quote like real t- like runner up. So like I love the 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 vibes of both of them, um, but. My bottom, I mean, if I, I got to throw the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in there. <laughs> like, I will normally not do this, but, you know, I'm doing it now. But if I if that's too obvious of a one, I would How say, I'm sorry, it's just not jazz. Uncle Phil didn't die for this. Oh, don't, don't invoke Uncle Phil's name. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'll just got to put that on there just because it's not jazz. Other than that, like, I really just enjoy the elements of, like, of every song on here, so... Um, yeah, this was a fun one, man. And like, I'm so fucking glad to get be getting these going again, getting everything fired up. You know, uh, like it's it's something to look forward to every week. I, I hope that people start really listening along to the playlists, you know, that we post, um, you know, links in the social media and shit like that for, uh, as well as the podcast, because that's kind of that's kind of half the fun. I think is going through the list too. You know, you can listen to us talk shit which is fucking great, but like check out that music too. Cause it, it keeps things fresh. Uh, yeah. Um, Jameson, you mentioned that, uh, thinking about like the, the, like one of those like gross words that that's, you know, always makes you cringe a little bit at the beginning of the podcast. It's, I have mine. It's supposed to just be a normal word, not anything tied not, to it. You not know? anal spokes. Yeah. <laughs> I have mine, <laughs> but yeah, you won't be able to think of spokes without thinking things that's true <laughs> so i say we just go around and, and do one i'll start it i'll start it off uh lactate <laughs> Ugh. No. oh man Ugh. all right jameson what about you raunchy, raunchy. fucking hate that word <laughs> good to know nick do you have one circle back caleb what about you Unctuous. Oh, it's got a weird tone to it. Yeah. Dusty, do you have an, a word that just sits? sits I've up? got so many. I mean, ob- the obvious ones for people are just moist. It's a big one. Mm. Um, but cesspool. Ugh. Just the Ugh. term cesspool. You just think of just disgustingness. Cesspool. Nick, got one now. You got Nub- one. Nubile. 
Ugh. Those oh, are all that, weird. Those yeah, are all. Like gross <laughs> <laughs> and nubile just is like. <laughs> There's so many nasty connotations. To uh, all right, but not to this podcast, okay? <laughs> this is a uh, nubile podcast. This is no, yeah, this podcast no. is nubile, it's and it'll leave you lactating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, hot dogs, corn. Turn yourself into corn dogs. Make sure you're listening here. Corn dogs, thank you for continuing to listen. You guys, the council, this is fucking awesome. Uh, we'll leave it there for next time. Let's all say good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.